Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Smartphones in schools. Now, the Minister for Education... Norma Foley has said she will bring a memo to Cabinet encouraging parents not to buy smartphones for their children who are going to primary school. So, in order to keep smartphones out of primary schools, the Minister is going to put it over to the parents. Rather than, and this is my take on it, I'm open to correction, Norma Foley is the Minister for Education. If Norma Foley doesn't want smartphones in primary schools, then Norma Foley says there shall be no smartphones in primary schools. I would have thought it is as simple as that. But what she's done instead is she's asked parents to agree not to buy smartphones for their youngsters. It's six and a bit weeks to Christmas. Santa is getting letters from all over the country looking for smartphones for Christmas. And Norma Foley is telling people, oh, don't don't get a smartphone from Santa. Rather than, in my view, and I'm open to correction here, doing her job and saying, as Minister for Education, I am banning smartphones in primary schools. Seamus O'Connor, O'Connor, friend of the show and, of course, principal at School of Radio. Seamus, she is abdicating responsibility here a small bit, I would think. Good morning. Good morning, PJ, and thanks for having me on again. Um, <clears throat> look, I suppose in the first instance, and having heard a lot of national politicians from ministerial level down to councillors across the county talking about this um, issue, um, I suppose from a parental perspective, um, people are having difficulty with smartphones in their homes, um, mm-hmm. TDs, councillors included, and I do believe, you know, there needs to be a national conversation around this issue. Totally appreciate that. I have children myself, and they're seven and five, and I'm, 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 I'm fearful for when they're 14 and 12 as to where we'll be at with smartphones in the first instance. So I think the overall discussion is, is a good one. Um, however, uh, look, schools will always go above and beyond to help our, 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 our school communities here in Middleton as you know you've had some of my colleagues on over the past two weeks and you know we will do what we will can, can to support people I'm just wondering is this slightly outside of our lane in other words um, when the Kigari come in this week the, the, the national teacher inspectors to discuss how the schools are running here they don't mm. want to hear about the work myself and my colleagues here have done over the last two or three weeks to support our families in relation to floods mm-hmm. they just want to know about teaching and learning yeah. and I would relay that back to the minister in the sense that 
this is very much a parental issue and 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 I, i've absolutely and anytime i've been on the show here uh, pj i've always said that you know schools were not perfect and i'm not perfect in how i run my school but i'm very slow to tell parents how to parent their children and i'm wondering does this slip into that zone of we're all trying do, do you know what i mean for per, school, perhaps particularly James, by, but, but at a time when santa is being bombarded with letters, yeah. looking for Samsungs and iPhones and whatever you have on yourself. Yeah. It is a much easier conversation for mom or dad to say, look, Santa can't bring you a phone. You're too young. Because you can't, can't take it to school. I can't let you bring it to school. Santa can't bring you a phone. That way, there's another couple of years before the child. And I, yeah. if you take communion time in May, the number of smartphones being bought, you'd stop kids yeah, I, I would t- t- contend that you'd automatically stop kids getting smartphones if they knew and their parents knew you just can't take them into school. That it would be prohibited. And I think that's a very valid point. Now, I suppose to give you a, a genuine background as to where this has come from, over the last five or six years, I can think of a particular school in Blenerville just outside Tralee. Mm-hmm. Um, their parent body got together and they uh, they did brick phones only uh, model. And that was around 2018. So, you know, the old Nokias and so forth that didn't have internet connection, but you could yeah. send a text and you could make a call. Contextually, here in all schools, like families are now quite reliant on mobile phones for the security of their children outside of school. So, 10 years ago, and e- even to this day, it's still the process here in our school that if a child isn't collected on time, they're supposed to walk themselves back into the school or stay within the school grounds until they're collected. And if they're not, they come into the office and the secretary makes a phone call. Is that fair? It is. However, I suppose it's progressed over time that now it, the, the feeling is that parents would have the child would have a phone at the bottom of their bag and they'd pull it out and ring them themselves. So, in schools today, two things. Uh, nearly every school I know of has a, a mobile phone policy whereby if, if a child, um, first of all, parents have to give permission in writing for the child to have it in school. Okay. And it's generally kept at the bottom of the bag or handed up to the teacher. And then obviously if it's found used during the day, um, it's, it's, it's confiscated until the end of the day and so on and so forth. Now, the difficulty there, as you can imagine, with the smartphones, it's escalated because a lot of them have data and, you know, the, the urge for, <laughs> the urge for children, for, t- for young children, particularly fifth and sixth class children to take out the phone when the teacher isn't looking and take pictures is always going to be there. So that's yeah. the first issue. Um, and what I would say secondly is there is a national digital framework in relation to how schools are supposed to, um, undertake IT in schools and as well inform children as to how you use how to use such devices so that has been undertaken but you know we 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 are in 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 a space here where i'm not sure if schools should be policing uh, parents you know their views on what they should or shouldn't um be purchasing for their children and equally to your point i think it's very valid i mean uh, you know, if 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 the Minister for Education decreed that no school and no primary school in Ireland could have smartphones on site, it would make my job far easier. Because at the end of the day, it, 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 this has been rolled out as a national initiative. I have no guidelines whatsoever. I have no policy. It's kind of a, we. Any time I've been on the show, PJ, and you mm. ask me about something new, and uh, you say, "What's the details for this?" and I say, "PJ, the first I heard of this was when it was released." In- hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. And again, it's the same. So, and that's the first thing. And the second thing, I suppose, on a, on a from a principles and collegial perspective, you know, I've been on the show on a number of occasions and talked about both new initiatives that I'd welcome, mm. such as this one. In, in, in general, I would welcome this, but again, because there's no actual workings for it, I have a, I have a difficulty yeah. around it. But second, I think that's the point I'm making, Seamus, is if yeah, she said. If she said that from January 1st, 2024, no child is allowed to bring a smartphone into a primary school, that would mean that you could sit down with your staff and say, right, here's the minister's instructions, here's how we're going to impose it. With no instructions, you're making it up as you go along. Exactly. And to be fair, if the minister did make that point and did decree it, you know, it would be a far easier conversation at the table with your child in relation to purchasing of phones. It would, because this is this is the rules now in the schools and that's the end of it. When there's a grey area, some schools will implement it very heavily. And bear in mind, our secondary school colleagues will implement it even more heavily than primary. Um, you know, there is going to be discrepancies. And with the best intentions of the world, you know, um, there'll be comparison between schools and localities and so forth. And that's that's where the difficulty arises. Look, the second point was that Norma Foley said that this became, this became apparent on her travels around schools that this was the top three issues that she'd heard from her from principals and as i said i'm part of the national principals forum which is just a a lobby group of of, of principals and we did a one minute um, survey on monday morning we got over 500 responses back by yesterday evening and of 20 options of issues that are currently here in schools phones came up 16th so you know i mean again at a time yeah 16th so at a at a time when you know we we Budgetary issues are massive for schools at this time. You know, the, it was released this week, our grants for this coming this academic year. There's a thing called Minor Works, which is roughly €10,000 for my school and plus or minus for others, which is vital for, you know, the roof, the windows, you know, small repairs. Mm. That isn't on the list this year. That's the first thing. And last year, we didn't get an IT grant, which, again, was worth ten to 15,000 euro. And we were also, um, you know, we were short in relation to our ancillary grants. So that's just one element of discussions in real time here in primary schools that we're having that I feel the minister hasn't addressed properly. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, again, I am conscious that, you know, the smartphone discussion is is prevalent in families, okay. especially leading into Christmas. Can I bring something up with uh uh, also, Seamus, that is making a lot of headlines, certainly in the UK, by listening to various discussions there in the last few days, and indeed it's come up here yep. to vaping. Now, I know among yep. the very young children, it might not be a thing, but we hear from the UK kids as young as seven vo- vaping. Yeah. Have you come across it? Yeah, and thank you for raising it. Again, that was actually in our top ten. Was vaping. it? Um, it was. Um, it's something that's becoming far more prevalent within primary school. So, look, PJ, when you and I were in school, you know, smoking in the sheds and so forth, at least it was outside. And then it moved indoors into toilets. <laughs> and um, I, I'll give you an example. I have my school email here in front of me, and I have three different companies uh, over the midterm who emailed in offering to sell us vaping sensors for our toilets. Okay? So that will tell you how prevalent of an issue it you is. You are kidding um, me. No, I'm not. So... It is something that maybe two or three years ago mightn't have been an issue, whereas now it is. It definitely is, and I suppose it's not localised to my area. It's, it, it can be a school in West Cork. It can be a school in the middle of the city. It, it's an issue, and the reason is because the older, it, particularly to give you a small background, you might have one or two children here who have older siblings, and it's the older siblings who have them. Then the younger children see it, and then they're kind of taking their supplies and bringing them into school or bringing them into the park or and having them in school. Do you understand my point? I do, of course. So, 
I honestly, wholeheartedly, as somebody on the ground, I think the vaping issue is a bigger issue than the phones. Because don't forget, all schools in Ireland have anti-bullying, mandatory anti-bullying uh, policies, right, that we follow rigidly, that we train our staff in, that we, you know, that are available to our parent body. And as part of that, the cyberbullying is an element of that. So just to let you know, PJ, if you have two children and there's cyberbullying going on outside or one child is attacking another child, we'll say on WhatsApp, if the, the, the victim's parents come in and bring some evidence in, we're entitled to bring in the other set of parents. We put it to both sets of parents, this is happening, and then it's up to them to, relatively speaking, solve it, be it via the guards or, or yeah. let, it, let us draw a line at that point. So the point is, we've certain structures here in place in all the schools to support families around smartphones, we'll say when it goes wrong. But in relation to vaping, bar the code of conduct and so forth, we don't. And I think a national campaign in relation to vaping is possibly more prevalent at this time than, than the phone. So phones were of less priority than they were than, than, than vaping. But I, again, see, I hear fair, the news was, this morning. Was, go on, sorry. That was a survey. Sorry, PJ. That was a survey amongst principals. Of course. So I suppose if you were to survey parents, it possibly phones may be higher than vaping. So I, I would premise that. You see, or may have, may have heard in the news this morning, the Minister for Health now uh, anxious to get a ban on any child under eighteen or anyone under eighteen buying a vape to get that ban in place yeah. by Christmas. Would you support that? Yeah, I completely support that. And again, it would give us far more. I'll give you an example. So in this school where I am here, we had an issue with vaping. So vaping wasn't technically on my code of behavior. You know, smoking was, but you're not allowed to smoke in school, but <laughs> vaping wasn't. So we had to, we had an issue here and we had to change um, the vape, you know, and include the word vaping in our code of conduct, right? So if, if it was made... Um, illegal for children under 18 to be sold these items or to have them that would be great because it would just come in under the illegal um, issue, you know illegal items in the school that you can't have do you understand so it would make my life a lot easier to be honest mm-hmm. I wouldn't ask you to comment on the actions of other schools so I won't name the school but we did discuss here yesterday a school where they took mm-hmm. the doors the main doors off the toilets and part of it was because there was so much vaping going on have you seen that happening anywhere else over the years, anecdotally, you'd hear stories. That it, I suppose behaviour manifests itself differently over time, PJ. So, look, I'm in education 25 years, so I would have heard of issues where, you know, cameras needed to be installed in corridor, you know. When we were on the show, when I was on the show with you 15 years ago, the idea of putting cameras in the corridors of schools was a big issue, you know what I mean? But it was needed at a time because when, when children were moving between classes, at times issues would arise. Is that fair? So I suppose maybe this is the further escalation. Um, I can't, I, can't, I wouldn't be critical of any school for any move and I don't know the story, if that's yeah, fair. But of course um, I, I suppose to, to be, I, I would assume that there was good reason for it and if it was, and I would assume it was communicated why. That's pretty much what people said. Seamus, thank you as always. Uh, excellent insight into the world of education. Seamus O'Connor, Principal of School Bridge uh, in uh, Middleton. So there you go. And this was a principal's survey. Now, Norma Foley's talking about phones and getting parents to not buy phones, encouraging parents not to buy phones. Seamus just said if she just banned phones out of primary schools, it would make life an awful lot easier for himself and his colleagues. And with regard to vaping, vaping was a much higher priority among a survey of principals than phones were. Corks 96 FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.